Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome, it's the horny time traveller himself. It's Richard Herring! Oh, you're much better than last week's audience. There was a bloke here with the same T-shirt as me on last week. It was embarrassing. Glad he's gone. I mean, I'm glad he didn't come back. That's what I was trying to say. Welcome to Rich Haynes' Leicester Square Theatre Podcast. Though I was hanging around with some old-school Doctor Who fans uh, today who strongly feel uh, to the, the series should retain... Uh, it, to retain realism, it has to have of the magic alien time traveller. It must, he must have a penis. They strongly feel that, even though we never saw it so far. There might come an adventure where he needs a Dalek, needs to be fucked or something. And what are they going to do if it's a woman? That's what. Anyway, they call it Rahulastava. So hopefully, that's, that's they were pretty cool, pretty cool characters. Um, I had a very nice time at the Manchester Podcast Festival, I want to say that, and um, thank you to the 400 people who came to Manchester. Not you metropolitan avocado-eating cunts. They were, they were just, they didn't even announce the guests. They still can't, we'll go and see that because we love Richard. And you go, I'm going to tour the country now, and you're, then you'll miss me, London, you pricks. I live in Hertfordshire now. Uh, not you guys, you came, that's good. So uh, you're, you're all cool. Uh, did people enjoy uh, the uh, the Doctor Who, Doctor Who, the new Doctor Who? I mean, it won't be new by the time this goes out. Who thought it was bad and that women should not be allowed on television? What? Just me then. Uh, so uh, don't worry, Rich Chains Leicester Square Theatre Podcast will never be presented by a woman. That is, we won't even have women on it. I get my way. So, oh no, hold on, I book it. What am I thinking? Uh, I've gone, I've literally gone insane. I'm sure I had something to say at the top of this show, uh, and it's completely gone out of my head. So, uh, we'll, we'll move. Uh, I love scouting for girls. So, um, oh, I did have something to say. I think, uh, I've got uh, someone who has come to see this show from uh, Austin, Texas, which is in America. I think they might be over there or just some other people are from Austin, Texas. And forgive me if I get this uh, wrong, but Ray showed Maharaj. There he is. Uh, come from Austin, Texas to see the show. And uh, has for a long time been making donations to the uh, Scope programs that we do. And I wouldn't mention anyone otherwise. If they, A, hadn't come a long way and B, given some nice money to... Yeah, your name's always in the programs for... Uh, for my like my tour show, so thank you very much. Are you enjoying the show? Has it been worth coming? Did you come just for this? Yeah, yeah, good. And has it been worth it so far? Yes. yes. I mean, was, uh, did you come for this? Yes, definitely. Has it been worth it? Yes. <laughs> okay. How are things going in America? Pretty well, as I understand it. Yeah. So it's um, pretty good. It's good. It's pretty. It's pretty good over there, isn't it? Loved old old Donald Trump today's. <laughs> And, you know, that will work whatever day this goes out, won't it? <laughs> Remember what Donald Trump said today? Fucking hell, I didn't think anything could be worse. No, apparently. What I'm thinking about isn't as bad as what you're thinking about at home. That is, that's the terrible truth of it. Anyway, thank you. Well, you're most welcome. And uh, if you are listening at home, do travel over uh, to wherever I do this show in the future. It won't be fucking London. That's all I'm saying. So, And thank you to lovely people in Manchester. for They were so nice and friendly. Uh, <laughs> They hardly robbed me of anything. So it was nice. It was nice. So um, at least there's no crime in London, right, guys? Yeah. Having a great time. So uh, I'm feeling this one's going to get um, uh, us into trouble. So will you please welcome both me and the guests are in a slightly skittish mood. Uh, my next guest is probably best known for the portrayal of Smartysaurus. <laughs> 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 in Noddy Toyland Detective which I've been watching this week without knowing to you that's how good she is not on my own I have a three and a half year old daughter will you please welcome Jess Robinson how love to see you welcome to the show sit down pull up a microphone my finest work. It's, There's nowhere to go now. It's incredible. Thanks. Well, hey, it's incredible that Noddy's back oh, after all the Noddy. unpleasantness he's been through in his time. Have the, have <laughs> well, the, biggest. Have know. the gollywogs made it back into this series? There or, are none. Oh, no, no. That's weird. I wonder what no. that is. 
because he's a detective now. I guess if the Gollywogs were in it, they'd just it would be easy to solve the case of it. So it's um, <laughs> he's a Toyland detective. He is. He which, solves all the crimes, which makes it sound like every week there's going to be a murder in Toyland. <laughs> It's worse. Yes. Smarty Saurus's crayons go missing. Right. Because Pat Pat the Panda's stolen them. Yeah. Um, what else happens? Uh, someone... It's Lots of things get stolen, actually. There's quite yeah. a lot of thieves. Yes. But it's, it's usually... They, they mean well. And um, <laughs> I'm not just... So the Smarty Saurus sounds like that. But it's not just the Smarty Saurus. No. Do you know who else I am? I don't know. I'm Farmer Tom, that little, that little shit. <laughs> little farmer like that. And he goes, oh, crispy cabbages all the time. <laughs> I've been watching it. I generally have been watching thing. that all this week. My daughter loves it. Oh, good. So there we go. I'm, it's good to see uh, Enid Blyton back in there, isn't it? <laughs> it's good to see her back in... Without, Enid you know, Blyton slash DreamWorks. You just cover, you cut off the racism and she's fine. Um... <laughs> So it's all right. It's okay. Uh, and um, you do, I want to talk about this because you do, uh, you've actually worked with about 50 generations of uh, children's performers. You work with Pinky and Perky, who are from the 1950s. <laughs> sort of. Know, you're a time traveling. <laughs> uh, Chuckle Vision, work with the Chuckle Brothers. Yeah. May, they, may half of them rest in peace. Yeah. But the other one's all right. They were weird. Uh, they were weird. <laughs> they were really weird. <laughs> You've worked with um, uh, old what's his face from Giggle Biz, old uh, oh Justin, Justin Dingle Dangle, yeah. what's his name? Just, the... Justin Fletcher. I prefer Dingle Dangle to be honest. <laughs> Justin Fletcher, the yeah, cl- yeah. clown guy. Yeah, so this amazing. That's like literally dozens of years of children's stars. Yeah, that's, I guess so. Yeah. So who was who's your favourite out of uh, Pinky and Perky, the Chuckle Brothers, <laughs> and Justin Fletcher? Um. And, you know, a noddy, if you like. Oh, it's noddy, then. Is it noddy? Oh, it's just such a nice job. You just go and do stupid voices, and then they tell you to go home, and it's, it's really lovely. <laughs> um, Chuckle Vision was weird. Yeah. Um, we did mention it backstage. We did I don't mention know if we it backstage. Mention it again. We probably shouldn't. We probably shouldn't. But there was a really weird. I've had a recurring dream about okay. it. Actually, it was quite traumatic. Um, I had to be the Chuckle Brothers agent, okay. right? And, um, and um, there was a scene where they were both being. I thought I'd gone to a spa, and they were both being Swedish um, beauty uh, parlor people. I can't remember what beauty therapists. And they had to smear a mixture of cat food, ketchup, and chocolate powder onto my face. Mm. And it's it was weird to be lying down and seeing them above me like that. Yeah. And that's what I've had the dreams about. Yeah. That one never went out as well. That's the weird thing. That was, that was never <laughs> They got to they filmed so many. And we just do a couple for ourselves. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> what do you want to do? Yeah, get <laughs> Um, and well, you've, this, it's an incredible career. You obviously uh, are genuinely best known as a musical impressionist. Yeah. And, yeah. But you're a fantastic singer, musician, actor, voiceover artist. Um, I, when one of the first times I saw you, you were playing in Vaginal Tap. Yes! I the, wondered whether you'd remember the, this. Hammersmith, the Lyric Hammersmith, when yeah. we did a, the last time Lee and Herring performed on stage. Were you the drummer of Vagina Tap? I, so we formed a band, me, Emma Kennedy, and uh, Lisa Rhea. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I was on the drums. I was about grade five. Uh, Emma was a beginner on the bass. <laughs> I don't know why we thought it was a good idea. And um, Lisa played the guitar. And we did children's theme tunes in German accents. <laughs> and... Mel Goodroy came on and yeah. was dancing, but nobody knew it was her because she was wearing a red light Grigimpsy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the first time I met you. Yes, that is the first time I met you. And you're wearing an amazing outfit that is seared onto my memory, and thank you for doing that. So it's, uh, it was absolutely oh, incredible. I do remember that, yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, it's quite jiggly when you're playing the drums. <laughs> oh, believe me. I noticed. So um, I noticed that. Um, so do you, do, you, do you still play in any bands, or is that you've got you've got your own band? I've got now. my own band, Jessington yeah. World of Adventures. Um, <laughs> they are they are brilliant. So I've I've got my own. Um, 
skimps that um they just they just do what i say so it's brilliant um and i go on tour with them and, yeah. and going on another so tour you're touring and, what's what's the what's the the, 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 is it the no filter tour is that yeah the imaginatively yeah. called no filter yes because you have no filter i've noticed it I'm talking <laughs> to you backstage it's been great yeah, yeah. editing is going to be fun but yeah. i'm going to try not to say shit fuck or cunt yeah you can say those things okay so just can't you just bit. can't say Okay. Uh, so it's um, just can't say that. That's what you can't say. Should I put that into context? <laughs> no. Okay, right. <laughs> and it's worse if you don't know. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> Told you, Ben. So uh, it's uh... <laughs> <laughs> Should we go home now? Uh, it's, let's go home again now. Yeah, um, well, let's talk about Britain's Got Talent because uh, that's a nice uncontroversial subject we can start. Uh, so you appeared on Britain's Got Ta- Talent. Yeah. Did very well. Got to the semi-finals. Nearly yeah. got to the finals. Very close yeah. to get to the finals. And, yeah. and wow, there was a bit of controversy which is because people don't really know how Britain's Got Talent works. But why don't they still? I don't know. So um, they asked me to go on lots and lots of times and I always said no. And then... The last time they said, um, it'll be fine, we'll be really collaborative, you can absolutely do what you want, it's just a great showcase for you, we really want you to do well. And so I went, oh, go on then. Because otherwise I would just wonder what would have happened if I hadn't. Um, So I went on and I... um, you know, you talk for ages and then they edit it down. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what will happen to this? <laughs> Only end up being five minutes of usable stuff. But um, uh, And I said, you know, I've been a jobbing actor for ages and blah, blah, blah. But they don't keep any of that in. So it looked like I was a fraud pretending that I'd never done anything before. Well, you sort of say, even the clip, I've seen this, I've seen the clip and you say, um, you know, I, I'm trying to do this professionally and what I'm doing, you know, a lot yeah. of times, but I've got a job in the week. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, that was presumably true. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, so there was a bit, it sort of came out that obviously you'd been doing bits of telly. and, yeah, and yeah, everywhere. You'd done By that stage, you'd done lots of... Yeah theatre and all sorts of stuff yeah. as well but then that is the case with you know Lost Voice Guy who did very well has been working for years as yeah a absolutely all the comedians you see on it that they are courting lots of comedians from certainly the circuit. all the dancers yeah. have had you know real professional careers otherwise and... it would be quite shit wouldn't it would it? be bad <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and to be fair years. it is scraping the barrel quite a lot of the time anyway <laughs> isn't it quite a few <laughs> but you look very nervous but were you genuinely isn't it because that's why people go oh she was so nervous and then she yeah. turns out but you presumably hadn't played to like a massive Room I had two, never 2,000 people 2,000 people in the London Palladium yeah. was really scary yeah. but the, the thing that they are really brilliant at is um, so you're there from 9 in the morning and I didn't go on till 12 hours later I was the, I think one of the last people to go on right. but all day there's a camera in your face and they are probably every half an hour wanting you can, can, can we just film you pacing up and down looking nervous okay how nervous are you on a scale of 1 to 10 do you feel nervous could you say to the camera this is the biggest thing that you've ever done and, and then you just psych yourself up and then so by the time and the, the buzzers going off before I went on uh, for some of the poor people yeah. and the audience going off off like the hunger games <laughs> like it was really terrifying and I was I was already quite nervous but then I was thinking okay this is what am I actually doing? Because I could actually just ruin my own career now. And anyway, yeah. yeah. So I was shitting myself. Yeah. And, and I, I feel embarrassed about it, though. Because <laughs> I was just like, yeah. No, but then you were, did, you know, an amazing performance of all, you know, the, the musical impressions you've got, which are very impressive. Yeah. Uh, and got through and did... And I thought the second set was better than the first set. Did you? Yeah. Oh, that's controversial, Is too. It? Yeah, they okay. were meddling. Were they? Oh, yeah. Till the, the <laughs> night before, actually, they really? changed the act again. That okay. was very, very stressful. But um, now I don't have a day job, so that's nice. Yes, that's good. So it was worth it. Yeah. So it did yeah. make a big difference in terms yeah. of you could tour off the back of it. And, yeah, 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 absolutely. Huge difference. I did my first tour last year, um, which was a bit of a baptism of fire, but amazing. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, and I've been working really regularly actually yeah. so I'm really I'm really a lot of the, the comedians have gone on it and like people like Noel James who was on I think series after you or recently anyway right who's a comedian that I when I started the circuit he was on and he was both me and Stu loved him he was very weird yeah uh, doing sort of slightly surreal stuff and right. it was and it was very unusual in the circuit in 1990 and he's did very well. I don't. I don't know how far he got, but he, you know, he's been he's been doing stand up for thirty years. So it is. It's you know, it's interesting to see people go making that choice to go on it yeah. and seeing what happens to them. And it seems to work for most 
people who are probably <laughs> professional and good already. It's just a good Absolutely. job. Absolutely. I can always look back, you know, if I'm having a tough time at a gig or if I'm uh, feeling a bit worried about something, or, you know, I can always look back and go, it will not be as stressful as Britain's Got Talent. And it is everything, it's, since that is the marker, everything has been so much easier than that. Because yeah. it really put you through your paces. But it does give you a, a boost if you're ready to use it in the right way. It's very like it's this. Great. It's very like being on this podcast. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, you're very nervous backstage. I was, I was very crying. Nervous, very... <laughs> <laughs> so well I'm very you know I didn't know you'd done this until I, I researched you you, were, you did uh, the rise and fall of little voice a couple of times yeah. which I've seen the play I didn't see your performance of it but it's um it's an incredibly difficult part, the part I loved it yeah I absolutely loved it the first time I did it um, was the first time I'd ever done impressions. Right. Because um, I was... I, I basically... Li- I never meant to be an impressionist or anything. I, I lied my way into it um, just because I didn't want to go back to my day job on Oxford Street, which was working in a, a stock room and it was really miserable and okay. dark and dingy. Um, so I just lied and said, oh, I can do impressions, can I audition? I was doing a, a, a panto at the time in Hereford and they said, yeah, it's in 10 days, come along. And I thought, fuck. Um <laughs> And then I, yeah, I could, so I could already sing, but yeah. I learned how to do all the Judy Garland and... Right. Well, that's the thing with it, because you have to be an amazing singer to be able to sing like these, you know, Shirley Bassey and, I mean, these people have got like a lot of range. You do yeah. Bjork and you do... It's so quiet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Julie Andrews, which is a terrific one, you do Julie Andrews and... Yeah. and uh... The hills are alive with the sound of music. <laughs> yeah. So it's... You're very good. So for, fucking for, around for, uh, me. You're very, you're very good for, for someone who wasn't, didn't see them as an impression. So to go for the fallen rise of little voices, the first <laughs> no, attempt to show that. Because I, I saw, um, oh, you know, what's her face doing it? The famous one from. Or yeah. Jane. Or like her. <laughs> yes, Jane I saw her from off of Absolutely yeah. Fabulous doing it, Jane Horrocks. And uh, you know, she again, you didn't think of her as an impressionist, but that's a that's. She a, was amazing, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, was it's an incredibly difficult uh, part. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, uh, and then that you know led on to Noddy. So, Smartysaurus. Dreams can come true. But you yeah. were going through. When Britain's Got Talent. You just got. You just were going through a divorce. You were going through quite a lot of trouble oh, in your life. I was having real fun times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then that off again. You hear that a lot with Sarah Millican. She went through like a very difficult time and yeah. sort of used that as a springboard to yeah. I made. I got a great Edinburgh show out of my divorce. Right, <laughs> fantastic. Um, yeah, I think you have to have to use these things. Yeah. Um, and now I'm all happy. I've got no ideas left. Okay. I'm no. Well, idea. you're getting married again. Don't I'm worry. It'll all, it'll all go tits it'll up all go again. Tits. Hey. <laughs> Don't get. Why have you got married? Why are you getting married again? You've done it once. Oh, he's brilliant though. Oh, well, he's my favourite. He's that's... much better than practice husband. Okay. <laughs> They, that's what you think before you marry them and then you marry them and they turn. You'll see next week when my wife's... Uh, you'll, see, you'll see the tension next week. And my wife had to have her on with a couple of her friends so that we don't have to talk. Uh, so it's... Um, <laughs> Have to direct. We're not. We're not really talking. Are we? I, love, I love my. Wife. No, it's, it's fantastic. But so, um, it's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. You're getting married again. Good luck. He's very nice. I've met you. I met you and uh, him in Brighton yes. with, by accident, and then you came to see my show. We but came to see your show, and it very was very nice, good. I told him that you were. You know, he's he's the lucky one. Yeah. Have you still got the outfit from Vaginal Tap? <laughs> yeah, if you have, I'll marry you. So uh, it's. Um, <laughs> Uh, and you play uh, Patty Steelbeard in Risen Two and Three, which would have been my Do other I? choice. Yeah, What's according that, then? to according to <laughs> according oh, to Wikipedia, it's a video game. Are you oh, on those? yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sexy good. pirate girl. Yeah, how's that? They're really boring to record Are those they? video games. You have to do yeah. a lot of choices. Loads, loads, yeah. And, yeah, loads and loads of different choices, um, and you're just sort of staring at a big computer screen for hours and hours, but. That's what it is to play a video game as well, sort of, isn't it? Does anyone it's... play Risen 2 here? Or 3? Yeah? Do you really? Do you like... Uh, no. Play... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Don't you dare lie to me. People in Manchester wouldn't have done that to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you, do you, is, is it weird doing these things where people don't know it's you and don't recognise you knows it, it's because it, obviously if you're doing all these different voices sometimes someone does like cartoons and you go okay it's that person doing their voice yeah and so you're doing all these different ones with uh, you know without anyone 
Do you, do you watch School of Raws as well? I haven't seen that, no. Or Shane the Chef. I haven't seen Shane. I saw that on your resume, but oh, I have yeah. not seen that. Yeah. What, what do you play on Shane the Chef? Um, I play a northern girl who's a farmer. Okay. And um, I play uh, Mama Polenta. She's slightly... Um, Racist? Yeah, I yeah. think so. <laughs> so you can be racist against the... Italians? Yeah. yeah. It's okay to be racist against the Italians, <laughs> Mexican, just not anybody else. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so the... Well, actually, I was watching your, I was watching your videos as well of your... Of the, you do these uh, curious collaborations, is that what they're called? Oh, the yeah, I love are, those. So that's where the, I think that's where those, those impressions like, take on a new uh, life as well, beyond just being very <laughs> accurate impressions, because you, you, you'll mash up two of them together, or more than that. There's a one with the... With the yeah, so um, I like to imagine what it... Well, first of all, I like to sort of just imagine what it would be like if people like, I don't know, um, Billy Holiday sang, I've got a brand new combine harvester or something like that. So we do that on the tour and the audience get to choose, but <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. But in the, um, on the on internet, uh, the curious collaborations, we've got um, a little drummer boy, uh, yes. like a Christmassy one yes. with Billy Holiday and Nicki Minaj, just <laughs> collaborating. Or we've got um, it, it Must Be Love with Everyone. Ever Bjork, Lady Gaga, Kate Bush. Oh, the just Kate like, Bush is great. Ooh! I just really, I love her. I want to be her when I grow up. Um, last week, yeah. last, Alice Lowe played Kate Bush as well in a oh. show. So we should have we got you both together backstage. Bush Kate Bush is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, or not. You know. Um, yeah. that's, what the, that's for the badgers. That's a special thing for the, for the badgers. <laughs> well, yeah, especially uh, both in both senses. I'll ask you an emergency questions. I'm embarrassed okay. by female pubic hair. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> who did this? Really wrecked the. Oh no! Right. Um, you are dressed so well tonight. Thank you. That's what it says in the book. But. Um, <laughs> This is an emergency question for dates, so that's a little clever way You are of, dressed so well You are dressed tonight. so well tonight. <laughs> that's the way, that's using all my charms to help you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what was your worst fashion decision you ever made? Oh. Um, it was a combination yeah. when I was uh, maybe 15 of getting my hair cut really short... I don't know why. I think mum... It was a bit like your hair, but it looked wrong on me. I looked like Yentl. <laughs> but, um, you know Barbara Streisand? you know I that do, film? I do, I do know, yeah. I went to um, with my girlfriend and her mum when I was uh, 16 or 17, yeah. Mm. She's not my girlfriend now. Oh, it's a shame. Yeah. But I also got... I, vanity, I got white braces. Okay. And they glow... And so I smile at a boy in a club and they glow in the dark. And I <laughs> look like Skeletor and it was really awful. That was pretty bad. Okay. You wore trousers. I wore trousers. The the skirt trousers. Yeah. Yes. I read that in the Daily Express. Did you? Yeah, I've been look. I've been reading up about you. Do you yeah, want to know what else I found out about trousers. you? I'll tell you what else I found out about you. That's what you are. That's what you told the Daily Express. To almost the same question I asked you. I, I do. I'm going to ask. Uh, this is this. I'm not going to ask you this question. This is a question you asked in the Daily Express, which I'm now going to ask to Greg Davis next week. What's your beauty secret? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I then no one ever asked men. No one ever asked men that question. I'm going to ask all my male guests. What's your beauty secret? <laughs> they, they always ask women, but they never. Ask, I've never been asked. What's your beauty secret? What did I, I say? I what was my answer? Um, I think you said I'm just very naturally beautiful. I can't remember what you said. Didn't uh, cream some probably some cre- unguent, loads of makeup. Unguents. Think <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> squint a bit when you look at me. This is this is what I read about you in the tabloids because of course you've been in uh, Prince Scott and I want to hear your side of this. Raunchy story for oh, the tabloids. Oh, clickbait arama. Yeah. The Sun on. says you are once part of the raunchy burlesque circus troupe, which was called Haggis Off, or so what was it called? Le Haggis. Le Haggis. Like Le Soiree, but it was in Scotland, <laughs> so they called it Le Haggis. <laughs> um, what raunchy behaviour did you get up to during that? I wasn't raunchy at all. <laughs> I wore a red dress yeah, with well, sequins on. Oh, and I did impressions. I was the vocal gymnast, okay. <laughs> which was really disappointing for most people because I, I can do the splits, but I didn't. Um, uh, no, the raunchiest bit of, of that was um, my lovely friend who I made there, uh, Chi-Chi Revolver, <laughs> who is a stripping hula hooper who sets her tits on fire. <laughs> 
and I saw her and I thought, you're going to be my friend. And so now she is. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. I saw, I don't know if it's a, there's a, girl, there's a hula hooper called Hula Girl. Is that a different, oh, is yeah. that a different person? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of hula There's hoopers. a lot of rivalry between is, those two. Is there? Yeah. Big hula time. Girl, well, I haven't seen your hula person. Hula Girl's very good. Oh, Chi Chi will yeah. scratch her eyes Should out. Should we get both of them on the podcast? Oh, my God, please, can we? <laughs> and hula up, maybe will they do be her, in the same Do room? her hoops light up? Um, I can't really remember. What does she even do? She does stuff with hula hoops. What, eat them? I'm really good at hula hoops. Mainly. If we do that. That's good. Put them on her fingers. Um, (laughs) Um, I also learned in the tabloids that you drove your car into a lamppost. (laughs) This was all during the divorce, actually. (laughs) I was having a terrible time. Um, I uh, did drive... I, I stopped, but not quick enough <laughs> and a bit to the left okay. and it wasn't actually a lamppost it was a traffic light which came right out of the road oh wow oh it was bad and then mum and dad turned up okay. and um, uh, mum's <laughs> and they were going to put me in the back of the police van but um, the policeman was really nice and said no don't worry a prostitute just spat in there so I didn't have to go <laughs> didn't have to go in the back and my mum went up and then my dad said oh please please be gentle with her she's just had a terrible time she just got divorced and then mum separately went up to the policeman and went she's had a terrible time she's just got divorced <laughs> from a total Pervert. <laughs> so God, God knows what they thought was happening, but it was fine, and I didn't, I did, I didn't get charged. You didn't get charged, and I lived happily ever after, and paid a lot for my insurance. Did you? <laughs> because that might have been the third car that I'd written off. <laughs> I drive expressively. Do you? It's like creative dance when I'm on the road. Do you have a driver on your tours? Or do you drive on do you, do you drive or do you go on the train? Um I sort of shared the driving with my friend Nikki. Did you? Um she did most of it. I bet she did. <laughs> <laughs> she was a beginner. <laughs> That's good. Knock out the actual traffic lights. Well, I think it can't have been in very I mean, I was going very slowly. Cars are, cars are a dangerous weapon. You're going to take taken out the uh, speed cameras if you're going to do it. Why not take out the speed cameras? Um, how are Pinky and Perky, though? Were they nice to work with, Pinky and Perky? Well, I didn't actually... It was a cartoon of Pinky and Perky. What? I know. Uh, and I was, I was their niece or something. Okay. So I was just... And it was all American. I was doing... It was very, it's a very Pinky disappointing... Pinky and Perky's niece? Oh, it was shit. Skirt over that. I only lasted one series. Oh. I'm sorry. They were. I remember Pinky and Perky. They had strings and stuff. I don't really remember them. Like I no, do. No, you wouldn't do because you're young. But it, it just makes young. it makes me think of the postcard that you always see abroad, which is um, bare boobs, and they've been made into pigs. Remember those postcards? Yes, I do remember those. Okay, fine, thank yeah. you. Could be in the Chuckled Brothers' dream, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's all muddled. I'll ask you my new emergency question. Yeah. What is the lamest modern-day invention you could take back to the Middle Ages that would make you the ruler of the whole Middle-aged world? A dust buster. That would be good. They they would love that. They would. They're idiots, aren't they, people in the Middle Ages? They were absolute wankers. (laughs) I'm taking them right down. (laughs) I feel really angry right at off. them. I hate them. I hate I them. I hate them. Um, I'll, just, I'll do a random, another random. I want to ask about the Queen of Mars in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did that, did that one the other week. Um, have you ever travelled on West Midlands Railway? If not, what is your least favourite railway company? <laughs> I have travelled on... Yeah, yeah. They're bad, aren't they? They're shit. Yeah. I tell you what I don't like now is the um, the new Virgin, whatever they're called, Volva or something. What are they called? <laughs> what are they called? Vula Vula. They're called something with a V. Is it still got a V in it? I don't uh, yes, I think know. I know what you mean. It's the one with the talking, talking toilets. Yeah, but that's just Virgin. But they, virgin? what are they? Does anyone know what they're called now? It's something else, and it's disappointing. Okay. It's just very disappointing. What? Pendolino, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, just like Volvo Pendolino. The Pendolino goes in the Volvo. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I feel you're not the woman who does the voiceover for the toilet in the Virgin Train. I think that's Izzy Sooty. No. Hello. Hello. How does it go? How does it go? I don't know what she sounds like either. Oh, I am a toilet. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, don't worry. Uh, I knew what I was getting into. Carry on. When I it's like that, isn't it? When I auditioned to be a toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's bet. always that pause. Oh, yeah, and you're sort of thinking, but yeah, you you did do that. It's not though. like the you public. You did do it, and you got like the job. Not like the public toilet. You got the job. I'm not talking about the toilet. The actor. You auditioned to be a toilet, <laughs> and you are a toilet. And I can hear in your voice. You don't have to act this bit. You are. You are <laughs> You're thinking, what the fuck has my life come to? <laughs> Don't put things down the toilet. And it's every time. If you've got diarrhoea or something on that journey, you're going to hear that a lot of times. So irritating. Yeah. Well, how do you know it so well? <laughs> <laughs> I travel a lot by trains and I love urinating. That's what I like. Here's a question for you. Yeah. Question 714, if you're following at home. <laughs> Have you ever suckled on the dugs of a barren old woman? Oh, dear. I mean, again, it's one of those questions that if you have, this is going to be a blistering answer. If you haven't, this page is going to join the rest of them in the bin. I haven't, but... Made it worse. That's doubled its value. Now we're £52. My mouth feels funny now you've said that. Yeah. Yeah. Like Would a, you like to work as a, a, a barren old woman who suckles babies? <laughs> in, the fu- have, in the future, I mean, you know, when you are a barren old woman. Would it have to woman. be a real baby, or can I have no, a dog? No, I mean, I think people who were paying you to suckle their child would expect it to you to do to do it. Ooh, but it would be empty. Yeah, it'd be bar- you'd be barren. There'd be the empty dugs of a barren old woman. That's what yeah, that would be. Sorry, your, yeah, the... and you'd be going on the streets, go, who will buy my horrible bar- oh, barren old dogs. dugs? I mean, not horrible. They're still nice in their own way. <laughs> I think yeah, I would. Yeah. Why not? I think, you'd be, I think you'd be good at that. I think so. I mean, you can only do Shirley Bassey for so long, can't you? <laughs> Shirley Bassey will be doing it soon. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favourite flat thing? A pancake. Yeah, I had pancakes this morning. So did I. Did you? What did you have with yours? I, I had bacon the first time. So did and I. And then I had uh, blueberries, raspberries and bananas. No, you didn't! I did. I did too. It nice, isn't it? I didn't have raspberries though, so it wasn't that good a coincidence. Uh, you got to have some raspberries on there. Did you don't... have maple syrup? Yeah, I did. Did you? Yeah. Very American. Did you make it yourself? No, I got it in Glasgow. Did you? You in Glasgow this morning? Yeah, I heard that train story three times. <laughs> <laughs> How were you doing in Glasgow? Were you doing your show in Glasgow last night? No, what I was doing, doing a um, charity event oh, for nice of Jewish Care Scotland. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Are there any? Are there any Jewish people in Scotland? Loads, actually. They, really? they all know each other. Are they? Um, they all care for each other. They all care for each other. I am Jewish, but I'm a terrible one because no, I had bacon for breakfast. That's true. <laughs> Jewish. <spotted> that. <laughs> um, and, um, they asked me if I would do like the the blessing before. I don't know Hebrew. I don't know nothing. I eat bagels, and that's where it stops. My mum plays the organ in the village church. That's how un-Jewish we are. <laughs> so you raise a lot of money for the Scottish Jewish, Jewish pe- care. care. Yeah, care the old people look really pleased. Good. They're very happy. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That was a nice so, bit of the podcast, Would you go that far for charity gig? Because I don't... I, now, I, I quite like living in the country because people go, will you come do a charity gig in London? I go, well, I live a long way out of London now. <laughs> I don't do charity gigs outside of, you know, a certain radius... Uh, well, luckily, that's, my charity begins at home. Is well, my that's literal... true. My brother lives in Glasgow, oh, so I got he? to go visit him. So oh, that's okay. It was fine. Yeah, but and yeah. listen to the, the the train toilet. Yeah, that's a that is a highlight of life, it isn't is it? Highlight. I always wonder who it is. I'm sure it's Izzy Sooty. <laughs> it's not Izzy Sooty. She's a highly successful actress. She doesn't need to pretend to be a toilet. Be loads of money. It won't be like it would go. Hi, I'm Izzy Sooty from Peep Show. Remember that bit in the cupboard in Mark's. <laughs> rubbing up against me that's me that was me don't stop thinking about that we're in an enclosed space that's what would happen if it was her they're not oh. going to pay her loads of money to pretend not to be Izzy Sooty and be a toilet it used to be a public toilet so this is a real step up <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I go to the toilet on trains a lot what can I say do you do poos on toilets uh, I do sometimes I mean, yeah, I just... yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
been, it's been known. <laughs> I mean, train toilets. Well. <laughs> Do you know, actually? Yeah. Once, when I was living in a hostel in Hampstead, I went to the loo in the middle of the night and I nearly sat down on somebody's poo that they had really carefully curled round the seat of the toilet. Wow. I think that's a skill. <laughs> to get it so perfectly yeah. semicircular round. I, I'm, I'm going to work on that. Uh, I, um, I, if I need to, I do point. I find it difficult. And like, if actually on the last Virgin train, I was on the way back from Manchester. Lovely place, lovely audience. Um, two lovely audiences, both weeks. Uh, and they, uh, they, someone had done a poo in the toilet before me, and a lot of it had stuck to the toilet. And I flushed it, and it, then all that happened was I had a bowl full of slightly Brownie, brown, brown, water. brown water with someone else's poo in it. Mm. Then I had to wee on top of that. Mm. And then the train got a little shaky. Oh no, did it slosh over it the It didn't, side? but it got so close that I just thought this... I thought, if the train crashes now, I hope I die. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what happened to me. Um, it's, uh, Can you put that down as one of your emergencies? <laughs> but do you poo on toilets? Do you poo on, do you poo on toilets? Yeah, sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. it's a good. Qu- it's very tricky to come up with these emergency questions. It's not just not just anyone can do that. That's not that's not uh, that's not how it goes. I quite the, the impressions that I'm interested in. I think you're quite interested in. Are, there's a lot of singers who sing one way and then speak a totally different way, which is kind of odd, isn't yeah. it? So the, the singing is sort of a form. So, so like Paloma Faith, she's got a little baby voice, doesn't she, and says weird things, and then yeah. she goes, "Oh, little love can hurt like this." <laughs> Once I pooed on the toilet. <laughs> it is. It's weird. I feel with her that it's so bizarre the way she sings. It's like, I don't know what she is. No. I don't know what she is. I like her. I do, but I'm... she's not of this world, is no. she? She came maybe from a, a similar place to Kate Bush. Yeah. Well, that's but, I think like you've got and Gaga, like Gaga, all... and yeah, and uh, Bjork. You've got the, quite a lot yeah. of these. Are the except that's why I suppose the the Julie Andrews one sort of stands out because she's very amongst all these other people. She's sort of a yes. seemingly a sane Mary Poppins force in the middle of it all. Yes. <laughs> Whereas all these, there are quite a lot of eccentric female performers who are, as singers, aren't there? Yeah, they're, they're gifts these days, though, because um, you know you've got all your processed sounds like Taylor Swift and. Um, I don't know um, Ariana Grande, who you can't even tell. We can't even hear the words that she's singing. It's you don't have a clue what she's saying. Yeah. But um, but they're really hard to imitate because they don't really sound like anything. Yeah, yeah. So the the Judy Garlands or the I don't know Nicki Minaj or something. You it's you live for that. But it's sort of that, that's the thing with impressions, and it's fine. It's hooking onto that thing mm. that is you know you as an impressionist yeah and it's quite i think it is increasingly hard to do it lewis mcleod's got jeremy vine now lewis. which is yeah. which he's sort of is i think it's that, that it's when you find that i think that's the julie andrews one i just love because it's like that you we haven't really seen that very much for when you do sort yeah. of nail it but then you also can do interesting stuff with it in terms of combining up with those other people yeah yeah uh, and also having her sing songs that she wouldn't sing uh, there, there's a thing that isn't your thing that i saw that which is uh, where uh, kate robbins does um victoria would sing in the bond themes have you seen that oh that's and fun. it's really really good check, check that out but it's, it's finding that one yeah, you know, the one thing that will, you'll really latch on, and that's kind of tricky, I guess, as an impressionist. Because, yeah. well, you know, imp- imp- impressionism is so. You know, I can't. I've got. I'm very good at accents. Go on. Uh, but I, I'm not. <laughs> well, I was just. I'd love to hear some. I of them. was just uh, in Manchester. Hey, oh, what's going on? I'm from Manchester. That's actually quite good. Uh, I told him. I was. Uh, from Manchester I was, I was via Nigeria. In, <laughs> you're, you're in Glasgow. This, you're in Glasgow. I expect you hear this a lot. <laughs> so you can use this if you want. Uh, Thank this you. Thank you. Worked on this. That's Wales, really about Chris Evans from Wales. I love the seaweed. I like eating seaweed. Oh, that's so I don't want to make this about me because you're, you know, you're also quite now. good. I don't really want to. Um, wow. <laughs> so do you know when you found you know did you can you tell this is going to be the the one that kind of is a standout or this is or is it just um, experimentation some come it? some come more easily than others right. um <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> 
took me it took me ages to do uh, Shirley Bassey, but uh, Nicki Minaj came quite easily because yeah. I like I like her. So the excuse me, you're a hell of a guy, and the funny little eyes that she she has, and the um, I mean, mama, my my, I like Pelican Fly. I mean, it's so shine. I'm loving it. I like look on the guy with a thing on his eye. Like she's such a, she's such a weirdo, isn't she? Um, and I like doing Alex Jones from the Wen Show. She's nice, isn't she? With Matt Baker, I love the way she says that. But my favourite... That's not Welsh, is it? That's not Welsh. It's, uh... Embarrassing. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, instead, sorry come on that. my show and do Welsh, I just think... I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Embarrassing. I've got to say, though, <laughs> yeah. favourite's got to be Natalie Cassidy, doesn't it? <laughs> the chin and the trumpet and uh, just all the lesbian stuff. She's quite sexy. She's my favourite. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you might, this might be an influence on you a little bit, but I, well, maybe it's before your time, though, but I kind of think you remind me a little bit of Marty Kane or someone like that. You know? Just so many people have said that yeah. to me. I would, l- like, my dream would be to have a show like that, a yeah. variety show with sketches and impressions and music and guests and sort of wanking around. Yeah. Well, Marty Kane was a... Well, Marty Kane wasn't known for that so much, but I, I would add a lot of Marty that. Marty Kane was, like, that, that came up... Uh, up at a time, and it's sort of the same time as Victoria Wood, but there yeah. were very few female performers, I think, of any, you know, that were being funny as well. She was a great singer, and she did, yeah, she did all these different things. Yeah. But, like, it was, she won opportunity knocks and stuff. But in my childhood, I remember as being this major force of, of light entertainment, but it was a, you know, sort of man's world that she sort of came up through. Yeah. Um, at a time when there weren't so many people. But now, that, you know, I suppose there are, there's, there's, there's more, but it's, it's finding that niche, isn't it? It's finding that, what, what you do with... Yeah, and someone very, to take a chance yeah. as well, and um, and and for something to feel fresh enough, yeah, for them to take a chance on, I guess. But yeah, but you're very, you know, you're very skillful. That's, I don't like Thanks, that. In, I don't like that. In I don't think that's fair to use skills in comedy. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair on me who has no skills. Your so, Welsh is excellent. That's true. Well. I, I'm going to live in Cardiff and, and entertain them there, uh, but uh, <laughs> it is different. So, you, but you, you, are you working on as a, 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 just a panelist on the imita- There's a new panel show. The that's imitation so that game. Just for, you can catch it on iPlayer now. Right. Um, episodes one and five are the best because okay. they are the ones that I'm in. And um, yeah, so that that was like a, sort of like a big gang show of impressionists so it's Rory Bremner and Deborah Stevenson and Lewis is on one of them yeah. with me and Luke Kempner who's brilliant know, up and yeah, coming yeah. Um, and yeah there's all sorts of it, it was uh, directed by John Naismith who does I'm sorry I haven't a clue and things like that on Radio 4 so it's sure. really silly fun parlour games sure. with a good dose of ITV-ness about it <laughs> um, but it is still good <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, it's really, really fun. And do you think impressions... There's different sort of enclaves in show business. Anyone who works with any kind of ventriloquist dummy is definitely a pervert. Yes. Definitely. 100%. Because uh, just... they practice on people. <laughs> <laughs> Are impre- in, in, with impressionists... Like, is there a slight element of... Um, not finding the real person behind it. Sometimes, some of them, I think, like you, you they're yeah. so good at impressions that they. You can't have a normal conversation no. with John Colshaw. You can't. He can't do his own. He doesn't know who he is. He can't do his own voice. Right. He's. He's. I shouldn't say that. No. He's. He's lovely, yeah. and I adore him. But you can't. Right, he's a fucking weirdo. Isn't no, but <laughs> we all are. Yeah. But you, you can't have a conversation with him without him doing Tom Baker or somebody. It's. It's. And Rory Bremner will um, call me up, and I, I don't really quite know what he's calling me about until he just starts doing his material to see right. if it works. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, They're sort and, of a bit nerdy. I know Alistair McGowan and yeah. Ronnie Ancona very well. They, we were. Yeah. And they're sort of they're very nice people, and they're a little bit more nerdy and. Yeah, they're totally... I yeah. mean, all, all of us are. It's, I don't... Are I, there any cool impressionists? Yeah. Steve Coogan was we'll started out as an impressionist. Yeah. Cool. I don't know. That me, I think Luke Kempner and I uh, are a little bit different because we do lots of stand-up yeah, yeah. as well and, and other stuff. You so, seem quite normal. That's why I'm just trying to get to the bottom. Like, you've, you know... I don't really... Like, I see impressions as a bit of... as stuff that I do, but I don't just see myself as an impressionist. Yeah. Because I never really meant to be one. No. 
Like a lot of them started at school doing the teachers and stuff. Did you, did, did you do that? Oh, yeah. yeah I, did, did I did that. that, but I had no friends. Yeah. So. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting to the bottom of it with my... This is good interviewing technique. Start off saying, yeah, aren't the other impressionists is weird? And then we find out the truth. This is, this is, what, this is what I do. Well, I kept getting banned from playing with all my friends by either teaching them rude words or making them do awful things. Yes. So. You were talking about that I told you backstage, well. yeah. You can tell them that one. I um I got <laughs> I got I got banned from playing um with my friends across the road because we were playing doctors and nurses but I made them do actual urine samples for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like to t- I take it seriously. That's good. I'm method. I mean that's not really what doctors and nurses is about for anyone else. That's what's good. <laughs> I say this very serious. I'm going to remove your spleen. <laughs> That's very good. Right, I think we will have all have some, another emergency question. Yes, please. From the emergency, oh, we should. Have, I haven't offered you a drink. How very rude of me! You're not drinking, are you? I'm not. I'm having a stoptober. Um, so far, I've done three days. That's good. It's what the tenth. <laughs> That's not bad. So I feel I should have a drink to celebrate. But <laughs> you can do if you no, want. I'm, I'm going to have a, a pilsner. This is from Beer Fifty Two. You can get eight free craft beers by going to beer52.com/slash/rohelastopper. That sounds. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that almost made it not that eggy. So, thanks. Ah, uh, good. <laughs> ah, Pilsner in a can. It mm. looks lovely and really thirst-quenching. <laughs> this, mmm. It's from the Garden Brewery. And it's made in Croatia. Which is an excellent place to visit, I hear. Is it? I don't know. Is it? No, I've heard loads of people go on holiday there and just say it's beautiful and everyone should go on holiday there. And it's I've been there. I, f- I find when you go on holiday, you drink the beer. If I was in Croatia drinking that pills, and I'd be going, this is the best drink I've ever had. Yeah. And then you drink the drink when you get home. And it's, you know... Uh, so... <laughs> but that is a delicious beer that I would... If I was paying nothing for, I'd be very happy about. And in a way, I am paying nothing for it. <laughs> I would then email the company and say, please take me out of this contract before I pay £24 a month, which is allowed. Um, they're very good. It's very good. If you like craft beer, it's a great thing. That's one that, so please uh, do sign up. Um, they like me taking the piss out of them, I hope. Otherwise, they might not pay us the money they said they'd give us. But at least I got a free beer that was all right. <clears throat> so... <laughs> This one was great. The uh, star- I've got a bit left of that. Starvation. Is that the Black Star? Starvation Black from last week. There's still a bit uh-huh. left. Wow. And that stands up pretty well for uh, seven days. Yeah. It's not gone flat. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Wow. The top's been off and everything. Wow. It's in, for a whole week. It's in there while all the other shows have been going on in the Leicester Square. <laughs> oh, this is a question I'd like to ask you. Have oh, you ever yeah. employed a smith of any kind? That's question uh, 717. Have I ever employed a smith? There's um, lots of different smiths and there's the Black people... Smith. Yeah. Uh, I didn't say, can you name Granny one smith? kind of smith? <laughs> can you name me one kind of smith? I've only got two. So, one's, got? one's an apple. Apple smith. <laughs> no, Granny Smith. Oh, Granny Smith. She also, um, she's a wet nurse some of her time as well okay. with her old yes. dugs. Um... <laughs> Uh, have I... Um, Silversmith? Goldsmith. Ah, there we go. Probably. Yeah, probably. That's a nice engagement ring. Thank you very much. Ooh, I la, took la. my practice rings okay. uh, to... <laughs> <laughs> I took them to Hatton Garden, a little yes. wedding ring and a little sapphire. Oh, yes. Um, to, I was going to flog them so I could maybe take my mum to a spa or buy a nice divorce handbag or something like that. And the man said to me... If you get off of £50 for these, take the money and run. <laughs> Blue glass. Oh. I know. What a shit. This, he sounds like a rum cove, this first husband of yours. A rum cove? A rum cove. What's that? Is that it's a rum. Thing? You know, it could be. Just it sounds like it's a... A know. rum? He sounds like a right nana. Oh. I don't, I, mean, I don't know him. I don't want to speak ill of a man. No. Know, it could be entirely your fault that the marriage broke down. <laughs> we don't know. Well, he said, she said, there. isn't it? I'm turning to Donald Trump. <laughs> it's almost certainly the woman's fault, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it usually is. <laughs> so, does your uh, ex-husband 
know that you do material about him and talk about him? And how does he feel about that? I don't care. (laughs) 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 He only gets referred to as practice. Yeah. So. That's not too bad. It's not too bad. Yeah. How old when you got married the first time? Um, I think I was like 30-ish. It lasted 18 months. But I'd been with him for eight years, so I had a good old amount of time to realise it was wrong, but I still went through with it. And did you feel that it was wrong when you got married? or Was there a part of your brain... Because there's a big part of my brain going, don't do this, Rich, run. Really? (laughs) (laughs) There's a big part of my brain going, fucking, oh, she's still going to be, oh, she's going to be at the altar is what I was thinking. She made me wait about ten minutes while something was going on. I don't know what was going on. I was thinking, oh, shit, she's realised. Oh, no. She's realised what an idiot I am. Oh, no. (laughs) But she went through it. She went through it, thank God. And now there's no way out, as I understand it. Oh, God. Uh, I hope she doesn't take that ring to the (laughs) jewellers. Take them it's a weird thing isn't it getting married it's lot I'm excited yeah it was the best it was like really like the best party ever I'm so I get to have another one it's brilliant <laughs> it was brilliant it's yeah. really fun to have it a second time with, yeah. the, with the right person it great. let's hope I know <laughs> ish <laughs> Oh, look, he's, I, I heard his heart break in the audience. I heard, wham, wham, wham. He's, a, he, he's a lovely man and he's a, a very lucky man. <laughs> Do you know, when he, the first thing my mum said when yeah. he asked, my mum and dad, uh, my mum said, make sure she freezes her eggs. <laughs> That's the first thing. <laughs> Terrible, isn't it? No, it's very sensible advice. <laughs> Is really are you planning on having a family nah. nah oh I just don't think I'd be able to um, remember where I left it <laughs> yeah there's a lot of remembering you do have to remember oh, terrible I've only forgotten mine once have you yeah was it because I worried that I would leave it in a pub or something uh, well, I left her in the back of the car parked in the, the in, a, in a lamppost yeah <laughs> but it was ex- slightly extraordinary circumstances where I, where we were we were on our way somewhere and then my wife had lost a phone and we were very stressed and we were going away for this weekend for the first time with the baby and then we had to turn around and drive back and then I thought oh maybe she dropped it in the street I'll just run I'll ring it we hadn't thought of ringing it that's how tired we were so I ran down the street to ring it and see if it was in the gutter and then my wife came out of the house which we were in search and she said where's Phoebe I said I'm near car <laughs> Just left at the top of the road. So, I mean, it was locked up and everything. It was probably fine. She was only, Do you leave think... the window a crack open? No. Okay. I was left in a car by my parents with the window a crack open and nearly died when I was... Really? Yeah. So, yes, I was the 60s. It's fine. It was allowed back. Then it was normal. It was allowed. My sister's boyfriend um, used to... They used to tie him to... Up, um, just to like the garage, just you know, he'd have a like a long lead, but just so he wouldn't wouldn't go missing. It's good, I might use that. He's a really nice, well adjusted man. (laughs) No, but they're terrible. My boy's terrible. My boy will just if you leave him for a second, he's up the stairs. He's terrible now, he's walking now as well. Oh man, (sighs) he fell off a. we had him tied to a chair, like in a baby seat. He keeps rocking it. Fell over the other day. Well, that will happen, and we've all got to learn. I think he's all right. We the first one, you take him to hospital. The second one, you go, oh, shine, shine a light in his face. How old is he? Thirty-seven years old. This thing. Is. Uh, he is. Uh, he's one year. It's his birthday on Friday. When I went to Manchester, I don't care about the second one. So it's. Uh, <laughs> he won't remember. I went and worked on his birthday. Exactly. None. We had his birthday on Sunday. He won't know the difference. He won't remember any of it. We can show him a picture. Go. That was. Yeah. That was you. That your sister's holding a penguin. What do you think about that? <laughs> it's a haunted penguin. Yeah. I think I'd rather be the fun auntie, wind them up, and then run away. Yeah. That's, that's the that's the way to do it. Have you got Have you got nephews and nieces? I do. Yeah. yeah okay. And I've got soul kids because okay. um, my lesbian friends don't believe in God. Okay. So, <laughs> and they are. I love them so so much. I've um, taught them to call me Jessie Darling. <laughs> so they say, is Jessie Darling, play with me, Jessie Darling. Hello, Jessie. It's wonderful. I think, I think everybody should do that. They'll do what you want, kids. You know, you can say anything you want. You can teach them wrong things. It's I'm great. raising an army. Yeah. Mm. 
I told my daughter that I found her in a zoo and um, in the monkey cage and she started you know, going yeah I was in the monkey she started remembering it and uh, so I felt a bit bad but you know it's funny it's great <laughs> <laughs> you might be screwing it up it's still funny have you ever seen a ghost um no no often when I'm about to get in bed in the middle of the night or if you get up to do a wee and then you come back um, I, I do often imagine a hand coming out and grabbing my ankle yeah. but that's not a ghost that's just a murderer <laughs> <laughs> you just imagine it yeah it's not if, happened yet it, but yeah. I, I worry about well that. yeah it's scary isn't it it's it would scary. be very scary yeah, yeah. sometimes happens mm. yeah oh so <laughs> have you ever seen a ghost uh, no, because they don't exist, and that would be mental. Yeah. Um, <laughs> though, you know, some of the stories that we've been told on this podcast are very convincing and terrifying, but they're usually by people who are mentally unhinged, so it's... Uh, it's <laughs> as all performers are. Well, I'm amazed not to be in that company, really. Yeah. Well, you know, that's why I thought you'd have seen a ghost. I, was, I thought I'd got the... I thought I'd hit paper. No, definitely not. Have you ever seen a Bigfoot? Um, (laughs) my boyfriend's got a big foot no that doesn't no but he has and he's got terrible fungus on one of his toenails yeah he's got to take pills for it it's that bad wow I know Uh, my wife doesn't like me picking my feet I find that weird Uh, I can bite my own toenails can you I used to be able to do that Mm. then I got old (laughs) do you bite your own toenails sometimes do you eat your toenails no spit them out can I have them? Sure. <laughs> can make you a little bracelet if you like. <laughs> Gee, nice. Um, if you were in, uh, I've ripped this one up, so I'm going to have to do it from memory. If you, it's a terrible idea. Banks is an idiot. If this is available, if you want to buy this book. Starts page 15. I've only ripped out 15, 14 pages. They were um, shit anyway, those They were the first 14. If they're in there, I'll, I'll give you a free copy of this book and they're probably in there. Um, uh, if you were in, had to be in a human centipede <laughs> and you're in the middle, but you get to choose, the person putting you in the human centipede is nice and gets you to, you can choose whoever goes at either end, who would be in front of you and who would be behind you. So can you remind me, I, do I have to eat their poo or something? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean... Well, in that your you mouth is stitched to their anus, they might be able to hold so it. So your mouth is stitched to their anus, yeah. and someone else's mouth is stitched to yours. Yes, that is right. This, I'm, I'm amazed that your fiance has not asked you this question before he proposed. He's not really into that. No, no, just to check. Well, I'm glad he's not into it. That would, that would be my question to him. Are you into turning me into a human centipede? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I am. Oh, I had that with my first husband. <laughs> <laughs> didn't work out That's, that would be me you're not far away no um, do I uh, um, so I think whose poo would I not mind eating yeah I'm very um, scatological this week I apologise it's I'm not, so, not, I'm the, really it's not sorry. the usual me I don't believe that for a second <laughs> um, uh, whose poo I'm a Meg, Meg, Meghan Markle's oh yeah that'd be nice <laughs> I think that she would have a clean bottom hole. Very clean. She's, there's someone at the palace who now cleans that for her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that would be okay. And I could poo into Hitler's mouth. Oh, my goodness. He deserves it. He really does. <laughs> that little bastard. He was a really bad man. <laughs> Good. Um... Hold on, I just want to... I think that's fair. And I would say I'm morally in the middle of Meghan and Hitler. Yeah. So... You are in between. I, think I would definitely. say I'm more or less in between. Yeah. Uh, oh, just... Oh, yeah. Have you ever... <laughs> Shouldn't drink during these, should I? We, uh, next, next week, the drunk women solving crime are coming on. They may drink. Uh, one of them is my wife. She does drink. Um, she has to, doesn't oh, she? Yeah, she has to. She has to. Stay with her. Um... <laughs> Have you ever met Brian Blessed? No. Have I've met not? lots of people that can do impressions of him, but uh, I've never met him. Can you do an impression of Brian Blessed? No, I can't do men. Can you do no men? <laughs> not can really. You, can you do John Inman? He's quite an effeminate man. No. no. Okay. I could probably get away with Joe Pasquale. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I know I talked to Alice Lowe last week. She went, oh, I was listening to your thing about uh, your podcast. And no, oh, that I was all asking questions about Brian Blessed. You should ask me about that. And then I asked, and she'd never met Brian Blessed. <laughs> I, I was saved I... it till the end. I thought that she's dead. We got to hit pay dirt here. She tricked me. She pranked me. That was nothing. She pranked me with Brian Blessed. I'd met him. Can you do an impression of him? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, well, it involves just talking for four hours <laughs> oh, and no one else. <laughs> my impression is this is my impression of him. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great man. He's a great man. Um, it's been lovely to talk to you. Oh my goodness! We've, it's, the time flies by on these things, especially when you're talking about poo poos. They are. I mean, I love yeah. talking about poo poo with young ladies. That's my. That's my. That's what I share with. Um, redacted. Uh, just redacted in time. Just re- share with beep. Um. <laughs> have, you met Prince, have you ever met Prince Andrew? them which one have you met it was edward or andrew yeah. which one was it was he <laughs> when you met him no no it was, it's edward uh, so it's, uh... <laughs> how was how was prince edward was he nice he was really nice yeah. then he didn't really know who Nicki Minaj was. Oh, didn't he? Yeah. But he liked all the rest of my impressions. Okay. What did you go and do? Did you do a special thing at the palace for it him? It was a, a Duke of Edinburgh thing. Duke of Edinburgh Awards or a party? Yeah. 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 And he was there, so he was. And he was he was there as the person, right. um, and I was there being a person. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, it was a posh dinner. I never got a Duke of Edinburgh award. No, I didn't. Do I don't really do any of that, but they didn't care. So <laughs> I just went along did some stupid voices of a fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Was that was that at the palace or was that? No, that was at a posh hotel. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I liked it. So how much did Prince Edward pay you for the services that you rendered? Probably about 10, 10 to 15,000 pounds. Wow. That's my that's going nice. rate. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Britain's got talent. That's what everyone, that's what everyone gets. Yeah. What was Simon Cowell like? Did you meet Callow, Cowell, 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 Cowell? I've drunk too much. What was Simon? Not Simon Callow. He's from the... Simon Cowell I only met on... Like, it was being inside really? the telly. Yeah, that was just like... But Amanda Holden I met in the corridor and she was really, 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 really nice. Okay. I liked her. Yeah. I'm, I, I, she used to come to um, my shows with Les Dennis. Did she? Yeah. Could, was she unhappy? <laughs> she seemed... <laughs> Les seem very happy and um, they seemed a nice couple. But they're both actors, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They're very good actors. <laughs> and love, you know, the thing. How far into the relationship was it? Well, it was. How soon before the breakup? I don't know when they started. Was it? it was. Um, Do you think you caused it? I, I think Les always had a twinkle in his eye for me. And uh, <laughs> um, it was about nine, it was nine, mid 96 uh, and 7, around that time they came. It was a bit before they. Uh, it all went wrong. Love, di- you know, love unfortunately dies. Don't I know it? Yeah. Every, but, but every sometime, time. Not every time. <laughs> well, no. if love doesn't die, one of you dies. <laughs> <laughs> Life is ultimately just a very sad place to be. I shouldn't, shouldn't have drunk so much. So it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's fun, isn't it? It's fun being alive. I like it. It's okay. Yeah. Life's, life is a nice thing. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah. Until, like, 2040, when uh, global warming's going to be unstoppable and everyone dies. How old will we be then? Well, I'll be dead, so I don't care. And, and what uh, will I be? You'll be alive and, uh, you know, and, and able to experience the scorching pain of the earth crashing into the sun. As I understand it, that's what it will happen. Is that, that going to happen in 2040? 2040, yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, Unless Donald Trump turns everything around and signs up some, to some accords and stuff, I which bet I think he will. I know are He's an amazing friend. man. Did you I vote really for, for Donald Trump, guys? You two? Yeah, we all say that now. Did you vote for Brexit, guys? They all say it, but you know, <laughs> 52% of people did, so someone in here did, didn't they? And they were right. <laughs> they were hard Brexit, that's what I want. I'm not even sure what I am anymore. I don't know. I don't know what's true and what's not. I've got. I've been playing this character for so long. 
I have to walk around picking up stones and putting them in. And I really do it. I just do it. I really do. It's not a joke. I do it. Then I joke about it, but I do it. I'm You're not putting ta- them all in a backpack, are you? I'm not. No, well, I'm putting That's them in a bag and then I put them on a can. I'm not mad. Oh, no. uh, so it's... <laughs> but a backpack's not a bad idea. <laughs> it's good exercise. This is, a child, this is a question for kids. You can ask your nephews and nieces. Would you rather be furry like a bear or scaly like a fish? Scaly like a fish. Right. Because I like swimming, but I don't do it enough, so okay. it might... Bears can swim. Oh. And also don't have scales. I like scales. Okay. I'll be like a sort of a mermaid. Mermaids are hairy. Well, it depends if you've got the fish head or the tail bit. Does, yeah. What would you rather have? Um, the he- would you rather have I'd a fish rather... head or a fish tail? Yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> I guess as a... Is it one of your a... emergency no, questions? No, it's a good question. Why not? Um, well, it will be now. Obviously, I'll take the good ones. <laughs> Make them for myself. I would miss my penis being replaced by what, a whole thing, whatever it is. What happens? They just lay eggs on each other, don't they? Bet fish. They've I mean, got that's a, something right. where the, the bits come out. Yeah. I would miss my penis, but I'd barely use it. <laughs> uh, and uh, so I reckon I would go lower half fish, because then you could at least, like, go to a restaurant and people would think you were a regular person. <laughs> If, as you, if you're sitting down by a table, no one would know. Would you and do then... like a shuffly hop thing or would you have one roller skate? I think I'd have one roller skate on my fishtail. If you could do that, I mean, that would be hard to manoeuvre. I think you'd have to slither. I think you'd have to you'd be no. slithering. Whereas if you had legs, you could just walk around like a fish and, uh, well, well, I don't It's a little bit like a Hitler salute, bit unsuspected <laughs> it there, actually. It's a real shame. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's left us with a, a, a poor taste in our mouth. <laughs> um, I had a Hitler moustache for a year, you know. Don't, don't judge people by copying Hitler. <laughs> if they're going to do that, we're all in trouble, aren't we now? Uh, so, we've had a lovely time. It's all turned sour. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you so much for coming in. What? Thanks, so you're on tour with um, No Filter? I'm on till... tour with No Filter from February until mm, the end of May, okay. ending with a five-night run at the Soho Theatre. Beautiful. Which is going to be bloody lovely. And there's a bit of, you get people up. I've seen you get people up. Are you going to get people up out of the I audience? I get people up. People, the audience will be able to choose... Um, uh, what songs they want to hear as what singers like there's all sorts we just mash things up have a lovely time get yes. to meet Jessington World of Adventures yes. not on tour I can't I can only afford the pianist for the tour <laughs> but he's lovely his name's Michael call him Jessington oh you're right yeah, call him and Jess. make him wear some bear ears <laughs> yes Thank you. That's okay. that bit done then. <laughs> Just got to write the rest of it. Um, no, it's it's um, it's loads and loads of fun and um, music and stand up and it's very feel good and, and silly. People can check out your videos on your website. Check out the curious collaborations yeah. and um, they're really lovely. They're be- they're beautiful things. They're very enjoyable. Uh, so do check out Jess's stuff and go and see her on tour, ladies and gentlemen. Jess Robinson. Yay! My guest, Jess Robinson. The music is by Pest. The people who helped us are the Leicester Square Theatre staff, who are lovely. And thank you also to the Go Faster Stripe team, who are not as nice as the Leicester Square Theatre people, but they're still quite nice. And everyone at the British Comedy Guide, they're the least nice people out of all of them. A couple of them are actually pure evil. Uh, the executive producer for this particular episode is Anthony Lawton. What a lovely young gentleman he sounds like. Uh, I'm indebted to my producer, Ben Walker. This is a fuzz. GoFasterStrike.com production. And it's also a Sky Potato production on the internet. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>